what's going on, TIW Mafia? JP here with Big Joe. What's going on, everyone? A lot of shit to talk about this week. First of all, thank you. Um, a lot of you guys have bought our merchandise off of Teespring. The link will be in the bio underneath here. Um, if you're interested, great. You can use promo code TIW SHIP and get free shipping like the Haddocks boys did this morning. Thank you to Nick and the boys. Um, uh, Bobby D and Tommy Flynn were representing us at UFO Wrestling wearing the shirts. Um, and my barber, Mark, bought one of the hoodies. So it, it feels great to see that kind of what's the word I'm looking for? I don't want to use the word respect, but that kind of partnership with the fans, you know, like yeah. they're willing to wear us out in public and spread the word about us through a t shirt or a hat or whatever. Yeah, and if you wear the shirt, I don't know who orders the shirts. We can see when shirts have been ordered. Um, but take a picture in it or um, just send me a, a note and we'll give you a shout-out on the show. I mean, we'll give you a shout-outs on the show anyway if you just ask usually. so Yeah. Um, but, yeah, cool. shout-out to all those guys. Like We had three, including me, there were three people wearing at UFO. There were three people wearing TIW shirts, which was really cool. TIW stole the show. I had people stopping me to take pictures. That was a it, that, first of all, it was a great show. Um, I want to take a moment. I didn't talk to you about this, Joe, but um, I didn't know this guy. Um, but he wrestled on the show Friday night. Um, and I know he's been in the area for a long time where our paths had just never crossed. Uh, Big Jim, uh, he passed away the other morning, and uh, my interaction with him Friday night was great. Nice guy. I don't know what happened, but. Um, too young, too soon, and a great talent and had great size to him. Um, so um, thoughts to his family and friends. It's yeah. a sad day when you see a worker pass away. It's a sad day when you see anyone pass away, but especially in a situation like, like you just said, you just saw him working yeah. on Friday, and then a couple of days later, he's gone. Yeah, and I didn't, you know, I didn't know him. It's funny. I was sitting with, um, a friend of uh, sorry, a friend of mine, <coughs> Steve Beck, sorry. And um, we were talking because, like, a lot of the wrestlers that were on the show were smaller guys, and then come these two, he was part of a tag team, come, come these two dudes that are both over six feet tall. And me and Steve were like, oh, this is going to be a match. These two look like, these were two guys who look like they could beat someone up. Got well, to see how like the you know, I walk into a place, but yeah. Yeah. Not so much. We got the size, and that's about it. But got to see Alec Price there. Alec Price came up and thanked us for you know us having him on the show and bringing him on to Vampiro's show, uh, things like Mm -hmm. that. And um, it was a fun time. It was good to be. This was my first show back. Uh, My first time really going to a show since the pandemic ended, and it felt cool to see everybody. And I don't think it really uh, ended. It was something. I don't think the pandemic really ended yet. No, but I mean, because everything. It, so since the shutdown, right? It was yeah. my first time going to a show, and it was just cool to see everybody. Like before I even walked into the show, I had people yelling my name, all pulling me over to have conversations. So, That's um, cool. some potential guests um, coming out of those conversations, and that, that's what I'm always on the lookout. Whenever I'm talking to somebody about the about the show, I'm like, well. Can you get me somebody that can come on? No, then I'm not going to talk about the show. Not that I'm not promoting it, but it's like 
I get more energy built up in me when someone comes up to me and says, hey, Joe, hey, I like your podcast. You ever think right. about getting this guy on or that girl on? You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. I like that. I like that, like, interest. And in, I instantly Google the person and, you know, send out right. an email. It's funny. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm looking for a new day job. I think I can say that safely. I don't think anyone from my current job listens. So the prostitution's not working out anymore. No, no. Mm, sorry. Um, everyone was asking for refunds, <laughs> but they um. So I reached out to a couple of old friends who I know have companies and industries I'm interested in. In uh, in talking to one of them, he's like, "Oh man, I see that you're still doing the podcast, and I think that's great. That shows longevity." So like people, I I know people who pay attention. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just really cool that we get that type of support now. And, and again, getting back to the fan base, I love that. I love the interaction. Again, I haven't made it back out to any shows lately because I've had my illnesses, my surgeries, my I'm right. a complete train wreck. But I'm going to get back out there. Huh, and, the least. Yeah. I'm like two train wrecks in a cruise ship that sank. But yeah, so I want to get back out there. I, I, I'll sit there and talk with a fan forever. It's um, it's just fun. Yeah. Um, and now, after that being said, like that was a it was UFO always puts on a fun show. Like Pat does a great job, and me and you've known Pat like growing up. Yeah, way before wrestling. Like, and uh, the fact that I'm able to do that with such a close friend and uh, be involved is really just awesome. Like we knew Pat back hanging on the corner when he was wearing his parachute pants. Yes, yes, him and his brother Chopper. Yeah, who Chopper does his thing with the boxing. Yeah, um, Chopper was always a good athlete. But yes, I think yeah, he's baseball, a great baseball player, talent, but he was good. Now we um we got a lot to talk about, and I'm sort of setting up the ticker. There's a thousand dollar John Cena shirt out there. I I won't. A thousand dollars during a pandemic is a lot of freaking money. And real quick, so what's up, Joe Salenza? How you doing? You know, AEW uh, has um, their big show coming up. Of course, everyone knows somebody returned to AEW. Somebody made a return to pro wrestling through AEW this week. Yeah, that was a big name. That's and that's not like I. I have an issue. Where people make their return when they never really left. Now, this individual was gone out of the industry for several years. Yes, like, completely. Well over five. Over five years he was out. And he made his return. That's momentous. That's that's huge. Now, I'm going to have – like I have a bone to pick with the WWE when they bring Brock Lesnar back again. Like you don't make a return every six months, right? Well, just, I mean, they've brought Goldberg back, and Goldberg's only come back a couple of times, but like he did not look good Saturday. No, and then you get Brock Lesnar coming in, looking like he has an onion on his head. <laughs> his whole head looked like an onion. Yeah, it's like an, all right, an onion yeah. on his neck. It was, it's, you know, I don't uh, think yeah, he has the worst bone in his body. And why was SummerSlam on a Saturday? I don't know about you, but that's completely inconvenient to me. Like, I'm a yeah. single guy. You know, I like to go out 
have a life and I did go out Saturday night. So I watched SummerSlam after everybody else. And unfortunately had to see spoilers because of that. So unfortunately, I don't necessarily mind seeing the spoilers because chances are I might not be able to, to, to tune in at the time. So if I don't, I don't mind the spoilers. I had to like sit there and watch knowing what I was watching, knowing what I was going to watch was subpar. Yeah, it, it's it's tough when you you see the the same old things, the same it's the same old same old. It's almost like they're just like pulling up the same playbook but putting a different name in. And there's things I'm looking forward to in the WWE. There really is. Like I'm not one of those WWE haters. I'm not a hater. It's kind of like a like I'm critical of it because I like it that much. Does that right. make sense? Yeah, and I want to enjoy it, and I want to have fun. I want to, you know, I wanted, I wanted to bring me back to my childhood. You want that two, three hour break from reality where you can just absorb it. But right. then, the, it, so, it's, it gets me like when you see that same thing, like, oh, here it goes, Lesnar again. Let me look at my phone. The other thing that I saw was that the WWE, um, the the network Saturday night had issues streaming again. So that's got to be something on the Peacock end. Maybe that's why they're charging thousand dollars a shirt so they can get a, a better server. Well, all right. So here's the thing with that shirt is it has to do with cryptocurrency. Um, cryptocurrency started this stuff um, called non fungible tokens, NFTs. So non fungible means that it doesn't have a set value. It can change. Like a dollar bill is always going to be worth one dollar other than collectibles or whatever. But it's always going to be worth a dollar. You know that. The non-fungible means it's something that is going to change in value. It's not going to have a set value ever. And so what they did was they came out with this non-fungible token, which is a digital card on your computer of John Cena or trading card. 3D, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Who cares? It you know with that you also get a shirt, a set of wristbands, a headband. Um, there's a poster, and um, I feel like I'm missing something. Oh, there's a like a, an art print, but it's of the back of the T-shirt, uh, which is a picture of John Cena's 16 championship belt, which is you know it's the back of the T-shirt. The front of the T-shirt is awesome. It's John Cena. Um, doing the cover of Super Mario Brothers 3 in a cartoon form. It's a great t-shirt. It's probably the only t-shirt on the WWE site that I would buy. But, but not for $1,000. Yeah, for $1,000, you want that, that shirt it, should be like gold line. The stitches should be gold. It is numbered. So like whatever number you are, if you there's only 500 of these being sold if you're number one, which they're under 100 sold so far. Yeah. Um, still think about it. Say there's 90 sold. It's still $90,000 that somehow came in for putting out $100 worth of product. Right. Yeah, exactly. It, it paid for itself already. Yeah. And um, somebody also, there's, there was a one-of-one one version of this NFT, which came with a full-size belt, custom, a full-size Cena belt. So the orange-backed, the orange leather belt. Yep. Um, spinner. Um, with your name on it, and I think customized plates for you on the sides, and uh, tickets to WrestleMania either this, either Dallas or um, 
Hollywood ringside with like full access and hotel for two. And somebody paid $21,000 for that. Again, during a pandemic when people were starving and no one was working. I was doing the math. Like I was trying to just do it before the show and valuing the stuff. And I valued most of it pretty high, I think. And it's like five, four or five thousand dollars worth of stuff. I mean, the belt alone can go can go anywhere from five hundred to fifteen hundred. So people are banking on this digital card. But what? What you can't do nothing with it. You know, I mean, eventually you you could sell, you could trade it. Like people are using this um, NFT market for like selling music and stuff like that, like anything digital. Yeah, well, kind of like an iTunes type thing, right? Well, like Napster used to be. Yes, I miss Napster. <laughs> but yeah, so it, it's crazy that, you know, one, almost 100 people bought this $1,000 package. That's insane. And it, you know what it is, Joe? It's a goddamn loot crate. It's a, yeah. it's a pro wrestling crate. Uh, just WWE branded. Yeah. Is basically what it is. Like, I'm not, listen. I'm not knocking anybody. The shirt's very nice. I want the shirt. If you get $1,000 to blow on the shirt, then go for it. That's your thing. Well, you know what's going to happen. WWE is going to eventually come out with a non-numbered version that's going to be slightly different. might be a different color pattern or something like that, right. and they'll come out with that, and you'll get that for $25. It's, um, yeah, or it won't have the back on it, or it'll just have the back and not the front. Something, yeah. yeah. But it's just insane. Like, I go out and, like, we go to a show. Like, you, we've gone to shows before, and, like, you support the workers. You support the, yeah. the place. I'll drop 100 bucks there, you know, whether I buy a, a concession or I buy someone's shirt or some merch or whatever. And it's like, wow, I spent 100 bucks. Right. Like, I, I couldn't imagine the internal feeling to. But that was because you bought 200 hot dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, hey, it's not my fault to sell them for 50 cents a piece. <laughs> that was quick math on your part. I'm kind of surprised. Yeah, not as dumb as you look. No, but you're dumber than you look. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's uh, I think I just insulted myself. You did. Yeah, I'm well with that. <laughs> I give myself a golf clap for that one. Oh, all yeah. right. <laughs> Screw you. I'm going home. Bye. You are home. All right. Oh, yeah. So, like. What was your takeaway from overall for SummerSlam? It was not good. Yeah. I was not entertained. Um, I'd have to look at a rundown of the matches because obviously some matches were better than others. Um, And if I look at a rundown uh, right now, I'd be able to tell you which ones. they, They buried Bailey. All the building up they did of Bailey over the past couple of years, and they absolutely buried her. They, um, they've done that. They've been notorious for that with different talents over the years. Pin clean within minutes, though, within seconds, really. Yeah. All right, let's start with the first match up the door. Big E versus Baron Corbin. Um, it was a th- that was a decent match, actually. I want to see. I want to see Big E. Now I haven't seen all the matches. I've been watching whatever I can get a hand, get my hands on. I want to see Big E come out of the cartoon character that they have him in. 
They're trying to with him. You know, I want to see him um, come out because he's a worker. He can work. He's a big dude who can yeah. move. I remember when he first started out, like the big E Langston, and like you made fun of him because of his like awkward body. But it's it's but, it's perfect for the business. Yeah. Yeah, you talk about barrel chested. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was a that was a good match. Um it was matches like definitely worse than that. What about the Raw Tag Championship? AJ Styles and was it Omos versus IK Bro? Um, it was all right. Um it was all right. I like that they finally um given IK Bro the chance a chance. Yeah, I, I, I just had such issue, a... I've had issue with Randy Orton for years, as you know. Yeah, he but, went AWOL and yeah, but aside from that though, I think it's his talent speaks for himself. He is a great talent. He can he can go the limit with anybody. But I just don't like what they've done with him in recent years of making him too gimmicky. Yeah, but the thing with this is he's not here's the with this tag team is his whole gimmick is he's not a gimmick. Okay. So it's him being frustrated with, with um, doing all his thing. Yeah. I can see that. But it's just like, you know, the the Viper was a great run for him, and they gotta, you know, I guess he's still trying to keep that going, but you know. They just keep putting him in different things, and weird. Right, but I think he's good for Riddle too. I think he probably keeps Riddle a little more um, leveled. Yeah, and I think what I, what I see happening with that too is eventually, you know, the tag team's going to split because it's not a natural, not not a natural team. You know, like the Usos, they're going to always get back together no matter what separates them. But right. so, so Orton Until and one of them winds up in jail for a good stint. Yeah, you know, it happens. Um, but like with Riddle and Orton, that's kind of like a created tag team. They're not natural. It's something's going to happen. I kind of foresee Riddle getting the push higher, and Orton staying stale, like he, like, you know, going back to. Yeah, well, Orton's had the push. Orton's been the champ. Yeah, He's been to the top. But then again, so isn't Charlotte Flair, and they got her running the belt again. You know. Right. But she hasn't been around the amount of time Orton has either. Well, Orton's one of the last leftovers from the Attitude Era. Right. You know. Um, let's see. Alexa Bliss versus Eva Marie. I'll be honest, I don't remember it. I haven't seen that one, but what I understand, it was very quick. Um. I, I don't remember it at all, so that's that's how good that one was. Maybe I went and got a drink or something. I don't know. You probably could have blinked your eyes and it's gone. Um, Drew McIntosh. Drew, Ma- Drew McIntosh. Drew McIntyre and uh, Jinder Mahal. How was that one? The best part of the match was after it was uh, <laughs> Drew McIntyre swinging the sword at everybody. He okay. damn near decapitated one of... Uh, Jinder Mahal's uh, little lackeys there. Oh damn! Like he was just swinging it as they got out. 
Yeah. And it did look pretty damn close. <laughs> like, I'm sure, and I'm sure the sword's just a blunt object, but he still swung. Like, he swung yeah. to the fences. But you saw just the size, of the, the size and the shape of that can do some damage alone. And then, uh, let's see. The United States Championship, again, I don't remember it. Sheamus and Damian Priest, but I am so glad they put the title on Priest. Yeah. As much as I like Sheamus, like, I think Priest deserves it. Well, like, I, I like Sheamus because, like, not only that, is he a good worker, but he fits our gimmick. Yes, he does. You know, he fits our gimmick. And he's a good worker. But again, with him, he hasn't, I haven't seen any evolution on him. It's been the same, you know, there's no growth. It's all the same. Right. Yeah. That, um, and he's done a lot, though. Um, I don't remember any of these damn matches, Joe. Well, what about Edge and Seth Rollins? Edge came out with to the brood music. Yes. Yes. And that was cool. That's going to be I a just, I was just reading on WrestlingNewsSource.com today, though. Shout out to those guys. that great partners over there. Oh, yeah. Um, the best news site. Ben, ben runs a good ship over there. So I was just reading on that that um, apparently Edge called Gangrel after that and apologized because Gangrel um, was going to get some kind of uh, shot with AEW. Yeah. And they pulled it because of that. Oh, no. So because I guess because the brood wouldn't have been like, it wouldn't have been a big deal, basically. That sucks. So Edge called Edge called Gangrel and apologized. Apparently, and uh, I've always liked Gangrel. I like that in like one of those that's still living his gimmick. Yeah, and he can still work. Yeah, I've seen some highlights of him if going. You, he, you know, if you get a chance to see Gangrel on an indie independent show or anywhere, any show. You take that opportunity. Oh, yeah. He can, take, he, can take a bump and he, he can take the bump, and he's a leader in the locker room, too. So, yeah. Um, but I think that I do think it's cool that Priest is getting the opportunity, and I hope they give him a good run with it. Um, I think he'll make a good champ. I think he'll represent them well. Yeah. And, I mean... It's Punishment Martinez, who's been around. Like He's been around for a long time, whether it's been um, Ring of Honor or, you know, any of the independents. So. Yeah. And that's the thing now. Like back in, I remember back not maybe 10, 15 years ago, it was tough to jump from promotion to promotion. Now you're going from, you know, one promotion one night and then a different promotion the next night. Right, yeah. And, but then, the- and then a week later, you're back. And we're over here jumping match to match because of me. <laughs> I just went back a match. But um yeah, the, the brew thing was really cool. Um I just hope that if it did cost AEW, AEW's done right by a lot of people business wise, it seems yeah. like keeping promises and um reimbursing pe- reimbursing sponsors for transportation for wrestlers that they were booked and didn't use. That's good which a lot of companies wouldn't have done. Um, so hopefully they make good and they, uh, they do something with Gangrel down the line. I'd like to see that. Um, I think that's it. 
Like overall, it was like if at best, and this is like that teacher being nice to the to the kid who you know, you feel like the kid tried really hard on the test but just yeah. couldn't get it right. I'd say it was like a C minus. Yeah, overall. Yeah, it just wasn't like I said. I I don't remember a lot of the matches. I know at one point I woke up in the middle of the Usos Mysterios match. Yeah. Well, you, you, you fall asleep on the crapper. I'm not as bad anymore. Yeah. Well, it's yeah, it's okay when you're in your own house. I've seen you do that on a porter party. <laughs> no, you took the picture of me at the show in Texas where I fell asleep. You were out cold at that show. What was that? What that time? was your fault, though. Why? Because I'm a boring guest? Bore, because, boring no, because you took the freaking bed the whole time. Yeah, I guess, but I get that back issue. Yeah, so do I. Yeah, I'm older. By a, what? How how much? Less than a year, but it's still older. Yeah, that's for those who don't know, WrestleMania 25, and this is how long I hold a grudge for. <laughs> We're going on 14 years. We, me and Joe went to Houston to watch WrestleMania um, with Robbie Gilmore, rock star Robbie Gilmore. He at the time he was wrestling from uh, Booker T out of Booker T's promotion. Yeah, so got to do some cool stuff that weekend, and I was exhausted all weekend oh, yeah. because it was like a four or five day weekend. It wasn't just like we went Saturday and Sunday. We went for a long time. Yeah, I think it was Thursday to a and, Tuesday. And uh, it, it, Robbie put us up in his house, which was awesome. We didn't have to pay for a hotel. It was really cool. His family <laughs> was amazing. And then shuttling us around. Hey, I gave you the yeah. front seat in his little truck. Yeah. And Joe said, oh, can I get the bed the first night? We'll switch off. I said, whatever. And then yeah. the second day, we I wake up, and he says, oh, by the way, I slept naked last night. The bed's mine all week. Yep. I couldn't argue naked, with though. that. I didn't sleep naked. I did. I don't know. You know, <laughs> the good thing was I had the room with the TV in it, so that you did, that you did. But your your couch was based was in a little bit of a it was you can call it a room, but it's more of a hallway, right? And it was sort of like a love seat, not a couch. I mean, I, at this point, I don't care. We both should have shared the bed. It was a good sized bed. You're an ass. Why? Come on. Now you tell. Now you're saying this, and you know what? Uh, back then, I wouldn't have. But now I would have. I've shared beds before. Yeah, you know, cuddle up a little bit spooning, never hurt nobody. You know, you show up at a, a promoter tells you, hey, I got a show in Connecticut. I got a room for you and one of the other ring crew guys. And we show up in this one bed. Thanks, Caleb. <laughs> well, you got to get a, uh, ask them for a cot. Cost you five bucks or something. Yeah, no, we didn't even bother. Yeah. We just, it was a king size bed. It was fine. Nobody touched. It was somebody, and it's funny because it it was, it was with somebody, and I won't name names, who uh, is no longer in the business uh, because of things um, like Me Too movement type of stuff. Hmm. I'll let you use your. um, I have ideas. Imagination. I have ideas. Now. Now let's get back to talking about wrestling real quick, and you, everyone can, you know, take the image of me sleeping naked and put it in their uh, spank bank for later. But um, 
Yeah, last week I watched my first actual start to finish AEW Dynamite. What did you think? I thought it was pretty good. I liked the I liked the product. Um, you can tell that they haven't the, some of the workers haven't worked together as much because there was a little bit of a little bit of sloppiness. But I mean, amazing still. We had some local some of our local guys on there. Well, a ton of them. You know, it's basically the beyond locker room with Chris Jericho and you yeah. know the stars, the the superstars, if you will. Exactly, and like watching, yeah, watching Josh Briggs uh, using that sledgehammer on the giant tire. Like he doesn't look that jacked when you see him, but when he's sl- swinging a sledgehammer, his arms are enormous. Are you are you talking NXT or AEW? I don't fucking know. <laughs> no, that was NXT. AEW. That was NXT. My bad. The AEW Diamond I watched. Oh shit! Who did? Man. All right. Now. Christian Casanova just won the AEW. Um, he just won the Prospect Tournament in AEW. Oh, uh, NXT rather. Now you got me doing it. This is a good time to reach in and tell people the um, for a mental health minute. You know, I'm dealing with depression, anxiety, PTSD, and ADHD. That combination wrecks my memory. So and a lot of I have to deal with Joe. Huh? He's dealing with all that, and I have to deal with him. Yeah, it's kind of fun. Yeah. It's like trying to corral a couple cobras that don't know what the hell they're doing, and they're angry, and they want to bite you in the ass. Guys, yeah, make sure you guys are commenting, too. If you guys comment, we'll make sure we get it up on the board. Yeah, so, um, so that's why like, my memory's shot with things like that. I'll watch one thing, and I'll put it somewhere else. and But it's all... It's all good. And we got the wheel to spin too. We didn't uh, uh we had some technical issues last week on my end, my fault. Um and so we didn't spin the wheel last week, so I left it up for another week. Let's and go. we're gonna spin it this week. And it's the um it's a cool ass figure, it's the Macho Man WrestleMania moments figure. Uh, oh, WrestleMania Celebration figure, I think they call it. So it's got the um, the old WrestleMania three ring that they came out in. I love Macho Man. But remember how they brought them? I think it was WrestleMania three. They brought them out in the um, a little like one person, a little ring card thing. Yeah. So it's got that. It's got him standing in that. There it's you a go. figure I actually own. The figure. I don't. You know, I don't collect a lot, but I had that, and I have the Andre one. You collect like the biggest. You have the biggest collection of shoes that are giant. Yes. You and your giant that's, feet. That's not wrong. I do have a good, decent shoe collection, and my feet are, are giant. Were they like size 21 or something like that? Uh, 15. That's, that's a big foot. You keep insulting me. You're going to fill it up your fucking ass. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> how do you know I'll feel it? <laughs> you might not, and I've heard <laughs> some things. Now, guys. Just so you know, you can follow it. Like, you get that. The way to sign up for the figure is we usually post something Mondays or Tuesdays on Twitter with what figure it is and what you got to do to win. It's really as simple as retweeting the tweet. Almost yeah. no matter what instructions I put down, as long as you retweet the tweet, we're going to put it out there. We're going to put you on the, on, the, um, on the wheel. When we spin the wheel, you get an opportunity to win. Um, I gotta put, I gotta add a couple people because if you take a picture with your shirt with an Irish whip shirt on, you do get an extra chance. So Tommy Flynn, Bobby D, you guys both get extra spots on the wheels this week. There you go. Um, 
Nick Haddix, you, I'm sure your boys will all have an extra spot on the wheel once you get your shirt. And we got some cool stuff coming. I got a couple of t-shirts coming that are fitted for something a little smaller than us. Yeah. I have some um, t-shirts coming that are fitted for action figures. There'll be there'll be Irish whip, just like the shirts that you know. I just all those guys that I just named. We are gonna have, and um, they're not gonna be for sale though. Not yet, anyway. They're gonna be giveaways for a while. We have uh, some pretty decent upcoming guests. Some potential for some. We're in the talks yeah, with some classic wrestlers. You know, uh, next week you know who we have a, a favorite of ours. The original sin yes sin Bodhi. um he's done some huge stuff and you know what i'm gonna have to find a really cool figure to give away next week with his um i think i know who we should do because he's a huge figure collector he, he makes his own and he's a customer yeah he customizes figures he does does a lot of the old ljns which is awesome i mean that's my childhood yeah I was looking through a box. Yeah, Pat shows one of the uh, vendors had a box of those loose. And they were like 15 bucks a piece, and I was just flipping through it. But then it's like, I, I don't like having, like, I collect my figures in the box. I leave them in the box, the few that I have. Um, And I don't like chopping through other people's loose stuff. I'm not a germaphobe or anything, but so you have no idea what that know. kid was doing with that figure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, they're probably the ones I wound up giving away several years ago. Yeah, I did the same thing with mine. There, there was probably a house worth, Joe. Yeah. Well, the one thing I do regret giving away was my collection of every Stone Cold T-shirt there was throughout the Attitude Era. Who did you give that to? I, Goodwill. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. I remember that. It was just a lapse in judgment. I was like, you know what? I got to get rid of something. And wasn't wearing them really at the time. Had a couple of them. And now now wrestling shirts are late, especially the, those vintage ones. Yeah. Although yours probably wouldn't fit you anymore. No, they was they were all 2X. I, I can do it. I just got, you know, still got a little bit of belly. Do a couple sit-ups in the morning before you put it on. I sit up and grab another piece of cake or another cookie. <laughs> that's about it. But, yeah, that's – um. It was just those, those shirts are like really, really uh, popular right now. Yeah, they're, they're they're probably fifty bucks a piece if I was to resell them. In fact, looking through like if you look through Anthony Green's um, videos, he does a video where he goes through all of his wrestling T-shirts, and he's got like three or four hundred of them. And one of them is actually one of the original Autism three sixteen shirts. Yeah, I still have that. I said that correctly, guys. So that was the the wrestling autism shirts back in the day was, and there was only twenty five of those ever made. Yeah, and, and we it, sold those for twenty five bucks. Except for WrestleMania, if you remember WrestleMania, I think me and you both had one in our pocket that was like a double X. Yeah, and if we got close enough to seeing it, we were going to try to throw it to him because we weren't trying to rip them off. Yeah, by any means, sort of paying tribute in a way. Oh, yeah. Just had a couple of people come into the live. Thank you guys. If you guys comment wherever you're listening from, whether it's Facebook or Twitter, it looks like most of them are from your Facebook. Uh, um, hello, people. I don't know. Go ahead and comment on that if you share it, whatever. Uh, if you leave, if you do comment, we'll throw it up on the screen. I can't believe yeah. people came to see you. I 
did, I don't know. It's probably people that have to. I owe them money or something. Oh, that, that's a long list. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. What did you? So you enjoyed your first AEW Dynamite, huh? Say that again. You enjoyed your first AEW Dynamite. I did. Yeah. It was. It was a very, very good watch, and like I was entertained. You know what I'm saying? It brought back that entertainment value for me, and because it wasn't. Where I lost a lot of the entertainment value with the WWE, where it's like twenty minutes to talk, ten minutes of a wrestling. It wasn't like that. It brought back an even split, and I, I I enjoyed it. And thank you to the, the the we got somebody on Twitch. We're not big on Twitch yet. I think that might be something we push down the line. So thank you for that. I didn't even know we were there. Yeah, we were pretty much everywhere. So, like any, and guys, like if you want to download this later, anywhere you download your podcasts, you know, Spreaker, Podbean, Pod, uh, iTunes, any pod, podcast and site, Apple, iTunes, Amazon Podcasts, Spotify, yeah, all of it. We're there. Just look up the Irish Whip. It's us. Yeah. If it's not us, tell us about it. We'll get rid of the imposters. We did that before. Some guy yeah. out a uh, Irish Whip Wrestling website. Remember that? About I 10 do. Years ago. And there's, uh, you know, there was, um, there, there was Irish Whip Wrestling in oh, in Ireland. Yeah, and they they were long before us, but we've never uh, we've interacted with them a little. Yeah, we can, it's kind of like we we got that lesson. We weren't gonna. We told them we weren't gonna put out a show in that name. Right. So. Igor, cut it out. Joe talking to one of the women he's got locked up there. Yeah, named Igor. Little black pilot. <laughs> co-pilot, I saw. Yep. Why do you let the dog sit in your lap when you're driving? You know, I was just in the parking lot going to the going to pull in. Dangerous. I know, but I was I was ten feet Dumb. from that spot. Yeah, yeah. Hey, trust me, you know me. That's not the dumbest thing I've done. <laughs> no, not by far. <laughs> not by far yeah, but yeah right. so wrestling like right now if you think about it right so you got AEW Dark on YouTube you got NXT on Tuesdays you got AEW on Wednesdays um, what day is it what day is the new AEW show on Rampage I'm not sure but you, I, I'm not sure but you still have um, what the hell yeah, Monday Night Raw you got Smackdown it's getting back to those Attitude Era days. Yeah, well, there's, there's three companies to compete against each other now. I mean, there's still really only two. Yeah. I mean, TNA's still there. Yeah, but they're like... They're, 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 they're like a, te- a, tele- a, televised, a televised indie, in a sense. It's not a good TV deal, though. Yeah. Um, I know... Uh, and I love a lot of guys there. Like Eddie Edwards is a good friend. Yeah. Um, the, there's so the many real, guys there that we're friends with. They just signed the real Molina. Molina from uh, yeah. They just signed her, so she's back on TV. Um, there's so yeah. And I know they got Lisa Marie there, and they're doing uh, uh, NWA, who has their show on and on um, YouTube. Again, not a real TV deal, but they're doing their thing. Yeah. Um, they got an all women show coming up that's um, being run by Lisa Marie and um, like all those veterans. So, 
And they got the uh, anniversary of the NWA pay-per-view coming up soon. Yeah, so there's a lot there, and like it's it's hard to believe that Billy Corgan is the one you know holding the realms there. Smashing from smashing pumpkins to smashing chairs. Yeah. So it's um it's a good time. It really is to be a wrestling fan. Because guess what? Like there's gonna be people out there that bitch about the WWE, that complain about AEW, that you know, NWA isn't tradition as traditionally as it used to be. Impact isn't on TV. Well, guess what? Maybe that's not your cup of tea, but it might be the person down the street. Yep. And that's the thing, like for me, like I'm gonna I'm gonna pick out what I like and don't like about it and talk about it here, but I'm still gonna watch. You know, if I can, you know, my life's crazy right now, but if I can. I just listened to, a, I just watched a YouTube thing. I really listened to it. Um, and I won't even say who it was because I, I, it's somebody I used to highly respect and now I don't at all. Um, like at all. And um, I, he, he put out there that WWE fans are not pro wrestling fans. What? Nothing to do. It has nothing to do with the fact of sports entertainment or pro wrestling either. Well, now, so who knows about WWE? The fans. If you walked, if you walked outside and you yelled out in front of a hundred people, who has heard of WWE? How many people are going to raise their hands? Everybody. Uh, if you yell out, how many people have heard of AEW? Who's going to raise their hands? Half of them. All right, and then it goes down from there, and half of them is a as a high number for AEW, probably. Yeah. So then that's, you know, so not saying that, you know, WWE fans aren't real pro wrestling fans. Well, they are, like but they're, that, not the, they're not the fans that are going to go out and Google every other product. Well, it's like, like you just said, like if you go outside and you yell, who, who knows about WWE, everybody will raise their hand. If you ask, go up the same thing, who knows about AEW, wrestling fans will answer. Right. Because like to find AEW, you kind of—I mean, they—they've had—they've been smart and they've put some ads on Raw. Yeah, I've seen that. Um, but to really know what AEW is, you sort of have to be a pro wrestling fan. Yeah, especially to get it. And same thing with the NWA or Impact, like even more so. Yeah. It. It. They each have their niche. You know, but it's it's just going to take some time for them to. For the, the casual yeah. fans to find out about it yeah. all. AEW, I mean, they tried. Like, I know um, they had that Go Big show where it was like a competition show with Snoop Dogg as a judge and yeah, um, Rosario Dawson, and they had Cody Rhodes as a judge. Like, he didn't belong on that. Like, Cody Rhodes isn't the same style that Snoop Dogg or... Um, yeah, nowhere near the same caliber. Right, but they managed to get him on there as a judge. And things like that is good for AEW. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Their their, their money backing for AEW is immense. Yeah. The, the, you know, now a lot more than so, Here's something. I'm going to Google right now. The president of the WWE. Do you know his name? Uh, no. It's Nick Khan. Of the WWE? Yes. The president of WWE is Nick Khan. Right. Okay. You know what the owner of AEW's name is? Tony Khan. Right. Hmm. Um, Interesting. And I don't know this. 
But, I mean, I'm Googling it, and apparently other people have. Uh, because it came up as like a top Google search. And I'm Googling a Nick Khan and a Nick Khan and Tony Khan related. Hmm. They don't look alike by any means. Doesn't doesn't have to be blood. I mean, not, not blood. Doesn't have to be like brother, father, son. It could be cousin. It could be. But I mean, Nick Khan left a career as a promising attorney to become a media executive. He was co-head of television at talent and sports agency CAA before the WWE last year. Um, just bought a house worth $7.6 million. He's worth a couple of bucks. And looking at, you know, looking at the Nick Khan and looking at Tony Khan, um, it's not even him, though. It's his father. Tony Khan. Oh, and Nick Khan and Tony Khan related. Um, people seem to think so, and I'm getting this off of the focus.news. I don't know how legitimate this site is, but uh, and I'm reading directly from there just to credit them. So are Nick Khan and Tony Khan related? People seem to think so because of the surname and familiar careers, but according to the rap, the pair are not related. Despite having the same surname, Tony, Tony Khan's founder is from Lab- Labor, Pakistan, while both of Nick's parents are from are Iranian. So, apparently not. Oh. That's hashtag not breaking news, guys. But, I mean, that's probably what led to a lot of the rumors of the WWE selling out. And just so you guys know, our shop address, it is in the post. Um, it's the-irish-whip.creator-spring.com to get to our store. With We get everything. I mean, there's T-shirts, there's hoodies, there's mugs, um, stickers. I know you love stickers, Joe. Yep. They're not color forms, though. They're not shrinky dink? They're not shrinky dink. They're not color forms. But they are all up there. Um, you guys can, you don't have to by any means. And uh, you can use code TIW ship for free shipping. I mean, there's uh, even masks, there's masks, masks and neck gaiters and things like that up there for people yes. too. The neck gaiters are cool too because they made it look like the uh, the bottom half of your face is basically the skull. There you go. The, I think the real skull I used. Um, and it's just fun stuff. It's um, th- there's some cool stuff up there, like things I didn't know we could get in uh, sweatpants, leggings, and like the t-shirts are are you have your choice on. Um, basically, there's a there's a price point out there for everybody. I did everything from premiums to the basic t-shirt. So, and I can tell you, they use Hanes. So it's not like Gildan, it's not, you know, some no-name Italian's t-shirts. And so high-quality stuff. Today's episode is brought to you by DB. DB is a Scandinavian brand that makes backpacks and bags to help people on the move stay ready for anything. 
From streets to the peaks, DB's gear is travel-tested by some of the world's best athletes, adventurers, and creators. Over the past decade, DB has designed and developed, released and refined, the best bags in the market. With DB's patented hookup system, you're able to attach smaller products to your backpack, roller or two. Guys, you know damn well when you're traveling and you don't have enough pockets, there's not enough room in your bag, you still got something, just clip it on. And you're good to go, whether it's going through the TSA checkpoint, going from the car to the hotel room, or you're, you know, backpacking through the Elks. We are teaming up with DB to exclusively offer you, our listeners 10% off your next purchase by using the code POD10. Or go into the link in our show notes. DB, it's time to move on. Time to get going. Um, should we spin the wheel? We've talked. We've shot the shit for like 50 minutes. Yeah, we mentioned spinning the wheel. So let's spin it. Yeah, bring it up right now. The music that I'll probably play during the spinning the wheel will be Wins and Losses by our buddy Mike Wilbur Chaos Theory Podcast. Cool thing is he's doing music for Lisa Marie now. It's a different type of podcast in the world now. We used to be against each other. Remember, like, everyone came at each other. Yeah. Let's add, uh, Bobby D took a picture with a t-shirt with me in it. I'm I'm sure the Haddock boys will as well. The awkward silence I always leave around this point is just too awkward. I don't know what it is. I work a 90 hour week to feed your kids. I've been down in the gutter. Fight my way to the top. Thank you, God, for all my people who ain't letting me stop. 24 balls in, and I'm only getting better. Hope sticking up the whole rap game. Look at that. I say so. That's part one. What's weird is I can watch this on my big screen and I always come back here to watch it. Part two coming soon. Let's see who it's it's going to be. Creature of habit doing it that way. Who it's going to be. Is it going to be Tommy Flynn with the free? Oh, just missed it. And that's how you can tell it would have been his free one, too, was that it's just his name, not his Twitter, because it wasn't from a tweet. Uh, Eric Elliman. Not a name I know, but Eric, um, when you listen into the show, make sure you reach out to us, uh, and you're going to want to shoot us your address, and we'll get you the figure. Thank you. We always appreciate all your support, guys. Absolutely. It means a ton to us, like when... When people do stuff like just that simple retweet, man, uh, I'll be honest that that was supposed to be something me and Josh did for like a month. The free and then thing. I said, Josh, we can't stop doing it because they keep retweeting us. Yeah. And it's just something now that we just do and it's worked into the show's economy. Um, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> it's fun, it's interactive. Yeah, exactly. We get to talk to, to people. Listeners. And if you ever want to message us, go ahead and message us. Like I know Nick Haddock's like I look forward to every couple of days we're gonna get a hey guys, have a great day from him. Yeah. You know, him and the boys, they are great. Um 
So even if you can't, you know, like I said, I've talked about the merch store a couple of times. Like if you can't afford merch, it ain't even about that, guys. Just tune in, listen to us, interact with us. I know Bobby D's on vacation. That's why the chat rooms, uh, the not the, I call it the chat room still. I'm old school, but that's why the comments were sort of slow road rolling in. Um, I'm, I'm sure he'll listen to this on the on the replay. Yes, I'm sure he'll have to download for when he's coming back. He told me he was going to wear the shirt all all week though. There you go. Um, so I hope Bobby, I know you're listening. I hope you're enjoying your camping trip, buddy. Oh yeah. Look forward to the next show. Yes, we do. And uh, now, said, what else do we got? I mean, we got the original sin next week. You want to talk about our history with him for a few minutes? Yeah. Um, one of the first guests we had on back when it was internet radio. Yeah. He was, he was right before TV. He was about to make the SmackDown debut. And he only had tattoos on his arms. Is that right? Yeah. He wasn't fully covered like he is now. He um so he had um he was just about to do a SmackDown debut, and I think he knew it at the time. And uh that fizzled out real quickly, like it was what it was. And um He's had like a great career without the WWE. Yeah, you know he does his thing in in um in Vegas now. I think. Yep, and like he does a lot of it with uh, Jake the Snake now. Yep, trans with Jake, and that was one of his goals. If you remember that he had said on the show yep. at one point was to like be Jake's bump guy at seminars and stuff, and that's yep. what he's become. Um, yeah, and so he runs his own thing. He's got the oh. What's the name of it? It's like weird wrestling or something. Oh, I'm blank. Drawing a complete blank on it right now. Um, Freak show wrestling or something like that, maybe? No? Is that something different? It might be. Let's see. Yeah, Freak Show. Sim Bodhi is the creator of Freak Show Wrestling, so which is the funkiest, most violent, violent violent show in the galaxy. Features a smorgasbord of wrestling, magic, burlesque. Oh, burlesque. Let's not go there. Circus, oh, comedy, and music. Remember we went to that show with a guest we had before? With a girl, Pete, standing up on stage? Like three times. Yeah. Yeah. Three times. Yep. Into a snow cone cone. <laughs> that, that's all that thing was. Yeah. It was yeah. a paper cone. The things we've seen and done on this show. And it's all been your fault. I know, because I'm an enabler. You call me up and you say, hey, Sose's doing a show. You want to go? And I'm thinking it's going to be like a hip-hop show because Sose did hip-hop. Shame on me for not asking. Sose, the elemental wizard. Remember the girl that did those things with the teddy bear? Yes. Yeah, I had nightmares. Scott for life. Yep. But they all came up to us at the end. All of the people that were on the show came up to us at the end. They're like, what are you two straight guys doing here? And we're like, we came to watch So Say Rap. And they're like, oh, that makes sense. We came to watch the supporter, support a guy that supported us. We and should so try to reach out to him and thing. get him on again. He's um, So he's not rapping anymore. He is a family man. He's married. And him and his, um, him and his husband have two adopted kids. 
Nice. At least two adopted kids. You know what's crazy is I won't get into it too much because we it's about time to wrap up. But um, talking to my buddy Eric Tapout, who yes, I'm friends with Eric Tapout. If you all get an issue with that, go whatever. Take it up with me. Take it up with him. Neither one of us care. He's been out of the business for a few years now. Uh, but he used to run shows in Jersey where he mixed sort of wrestling and hip hop and music. And uh, I noticed he was friends with Sose. So I was like, how do you know Sose? And he's like, oh, I used to book him on shows. So he used to be like one of the promoters in New York and New Jersey for Sose. Nice. Small and world. that wasn't his cup of tea either. So. Oh, yeah. And uh, after we get uh, Kizani on next week, we have potential for two other pretty big guys. Uh, one, of them, one of them was just doing, I'm not going to mention his name, but I'm just going to say it's, it'll be explosive. Uh, he was out doing press for SummerSlam out in Vegas. And, he, you know, he's a old school guy back in the day. Yeah, we'll I'm looking forward on. to that one. And we have another one that we're in talks, we're, we're communicating with that's going to be, it's going to blow your mind. You know, it's going to be, it's going to be a good one. I don't even know who he's talking about now. I know the first one, but. The email response we got today. Yeah. Yeah. That'll we'll be a fun that... one, but I don't know if that one, I, I just don't have faith in that one, to be honest with you. No, oh, you know what? We'll I'm see what happens. Faith, I'm going to have faith until, the, until I find out different. Yeah, that's where we're different. Yeah. But that's, yeah, no, I'm definitely, especially with that first one. Um, and I have an idea for the second one, but I just don't know how to pull it off. I'd have to talk to a few people. Yeah, but and, uh, we could definitely do it um, and make it work for everybody. And then with that, if anybody's listener wants us to get a certain somebody on, reach out. Yeah, yeah tell us. Like we tell have, us. we have fun with the interviews. Oh yeah, tell us to reach out to them. Tell them to reach out to us. Whatever, we'll get them on. We'll yeah. talk to anybody. You know, like we did before. I got someone from The Walking Dead. You know, we get the Honey Badger now. Seth Gillian. And then we had my friend Brett Stuller, who's a tattoo artist. We had him come in for a little bit talking about, you know, tattoos and wrestling and different things like that. So we'll get anybody on. It just yeah, you didn't tell me Brett Stuller has like the biggest collection of fucking wrestling LJN figures in the world. Oh yeah, the by world. the way, uh, my friend Brett, he has the biggest collection of LJN figures in the world. Like one of like three or four people that have the full collection. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That stuff that would have been good to know going in. He's a pretty badass tattoo artist too. Yeah, he doesn't. I've, I'm friends with him now, so I see all his work, and it's uh, it, it looks like a sticker. It looks like a damn sticker. So, all right, but guys, check us out at Three Irish Boys. I'm JP Griffin on Facebook, Twitter, and all that stuff. I'm Joe Nee. Everywhere you gotta see it. Tiw Big Joe, and uh, like I said, at Three Irish Boys. Link for this merch is in the description of the show. Um, that's all, guys. All right. See you next Thursday.